Today on the Terrible Warriors, our mutants have been to orbit, one of their own has been lost, and now a race against time to stop the bees from the moon from destroying everything. Can our mutants stop a second death? Or will the bombs drop once again? All will not be resolved in the next hour. Marvel, as our players go completely off script, and Game Master Justin Eacock, he's got no idea what to do, and he just pulls out an ending from his ass. Yes, it's the Terrible Warrior finale episode in the Terrible Warrior tradition, completely made up on the spot. And our gamers around the table who revel in the agony they put their Game Master through, they are your Terrible Warriors. Welcome back to Terrible Warriors. I'm Justin Eacock. We're playing a space game. We're finally in space. I'm so happy we're finally in space. We had a space battle. It was actually really epic. It was like three episodes building up to it, and then we had this epic space battle, and then Derek killed himself. We fought bees. We fought the bees. The bees that come from the moon. (laughs) That's one thing I love about mutants in orbit, is it introduced the the insects as a mutant class. Um... And all the insects were just in space the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, and they're very different and more dangerous than the uh, reptile and mammalian uh, mutants because uh, they have their insect brains. They, they're, they're just not the same. They don't think the same way. Um, and so we're going to find out what that's like when we meet the, the bee that we captured. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm Justin Eacock. And around this table, I am joined with... I'm Julian Spillane. And from Parts Unknown in his secret base... Mike the Birdman Dodd from ThisWeekInGeek.net. And from our rewards program on Patreon, joining us as our special guest... Andy Lido 2 Hughes. <laughs> and Andy has some really nice uh, heroic moments there. I think you you saved you you saved El Greco. Yes, yes. I uh, also surprisingly got the other two red shirts to survive. <laughs> yeah, well, through, uh, through through no help of your own, they they made it. I just, the, the 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 bee is actually Dodd uh, uh, saved their lives by uh, getting in and and, and uh, messing up that one bee. So if, correct me if I'm wrong. We have at least two bee suits that are undamaged, uh, one with a liquefied bee body and one with like a not liquefied bee body, which is a broken neck. Um, we have a power suit that can have two passengers. Um, so, yeah, the red shirts can come along. They can go in Dodd and uh, El Greco and Andy could get into bee suits if they wanted to. It's true. Uh, I oh. just hope they got like a power washer yeah, or something on the space that. station. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, or just whatever. Hold your breath. Yeah, just rinse it out. Just, <laughs> just like he's a duck. He doesn't care. Maybe you get out. Of... All right. So uh, the last we stepped, I, I pushed things along a little bit uh, because I want to get to the good stuff for this final episode. Steven comes over the 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 the, the comms channel and we're like, "Good job, everyone! Hey, I got one!" And you hear in the background. Uh, the uh, captured cries of, of a captive uh, bee drone. I don't know how Steve got it, but way to go, Dolphin Steve. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, Prince, still in his command office, um, is uh, let you know, go go check on Steve, and uh, uh, and then um, we'll figure out the next steps. And you can fix this mess that you've caused. <laughs> Such an asshole. 
All right, who wants to? Well, what do you guys want to do? You don't have to do any of the things I've on. You can be like, fuck this, and just leave. I, I think we want to you interrogate. You just go back to Earth. I think we want to interrogate. Oh, wait, you lost me. your only yeah, way back home. Back to Earth. There's no return vehicle. <laughs> Derek. I say we pack something full of bombs and launch it at the bees. Well, we just gotta fi- we'll find out what's going on with the bees first. We, right, we have one. Well, I guess we want to find out what happens before they die. Yeah. So, uh, what, uh, so you don't have to do anything that I uh, want to... You know, I, these are these are just some paths that I've opened up for I, you. I, I there's still Freedom Station. There's, you know, you can try and find another way back to Earth. There's those jackbooters. You could go well, check out the belt. We kind of want to find out what's going on with everything right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least I do. And my, my, my character has, has very little motivation other than... Yeah, we're in space now. Let's do some shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. what I would do. Um, I've got an interrogation skill as well from my military training and time. That's so. true. Yeah, you're you're like the free freelancing assassin. It's true. Uh, and can... then then he's he's a uh, Andy is a good dog. It's true. <laughs> yes, I'm a good boy. <laughs> All right. So uh, you uh, I'm gonna go knock on are, are you heading, door. heading over to Steven. He's he, the door's been uh, uh, now uh, that that habitat ring didn't take any damage. The real damage happened to the central ring. So uh, there's a thankfully in the arm. There's some decompression. You can go through. They repressurize. You can enter into the side of the H um, and uh, uh, down the hallway with all the surveillance uh, radio uh, monitors. Uh, there's uh, uh, with the gravity kind of. The low gravity going on. Uh, the door to Stevens Quarters, which is on the opposite end of the arm from uh, the uh, command center that Prince is in, uh, is open, and uh, and and he's just kind of floating there with his big old dolphin grin. So uh, took care of all the bees outside. That was and fun. One did get nearly in, di- huh? Nearly died. That was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, uh, one one made it through. Uh, it's fine though. I got him. He's in. He's in the back. He's, I I got him all. Got him all tied up. Uh, yo, I can't. You can't. Can't out. Can't outrun Steve. I'm just too. I'm too. And he does like a little quick like flip swim around. <laughs> like, I get yeah, this. Is this is my station? This is my station. And oh wow, look at you. You guys are. You're all right. You're al- you're alive and you're not monsters. <laughs> Either way. Shall we go introduce ourselves to our guests? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I was gonna go make some tea, but that's on the other side of the of the station now. Go and on. I, I don't we'll know if fine. I can get through. Oh, okay. Just leave us here, Stephen. Go yes. get useful. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work patching up those hole breaches. You do that. <laughs> he flies away. <laughs> I shudder as he has that laugh. He's got a he's got a, a bee tied up in a chair, presumably, or uh, it's locked in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. There's like a like a like a an extra sort of private privacy room, uh, and uh, it looked like it got in. There was a scuffle. A lot of things were knocked over. There's things that are like because there's low gravity, so some of the things are kind of floating, but they're falling down like the way like a balloon with not a lot of mm-hmm. helium left in it, and uh, the whole. Office uh, and uh, sleeping quarters just trashed. Looked like there was a bit of a fight going on, and then it, and then uh, uh, the door has been like barricaded and jammed shut with like a broom handle, and you can hear on the inside like banging and scratching and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that's just that's just quaint. So he yeah, the reason wrong. he's not cutting through it is the cutting tool from the arm has been broken off and is lying on the ground. Mm. So does oh. anyone speak B? I speak pain. That's what I was going to say. So do I. I speak pain as well. 
You can make out through the door. The bee is making like, but then also like screaming in 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 various different languages, including English. Like, I order the queen. You let me out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, open the door, shall we? Mm-hmm. And our, how are you presenting yourself when the door is open? Well, presumably weapons out. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, presumably yeah. Weapons, weapons, weapons out. Weapons out. <laughs> I have. Just katana, well, katana drawn, mm-hmm. and uh, I have my energy pistol this time. Yeah, cool. Basically, just pull the broom away and back back away from the door. So the door it backs away, and then uh, the broom's pulled out, and the door uh, flies open. And and helmet removed. There's uh, there's the, the 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 face of the bee and the compound eyes, but it's got like a a, a mouth that has um, uh, like needles. Like around the side, mm. but uh, but but mutated in a way that it's able to form words and speak. Right? It's like it would be partial to no looks on on a bio e table, and uh, and it's standing there with its uniform in various states of brokenness, um, and uh, uh, and 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 the bee looks around, sees that it's outnumbered. Yeah, and it goes, um, it, it it starts saying to between like. Back and forth between state your intentions, and you'll never take me alive, and uh, uh, we will never bow to the human race again. Do we look human? <laughs> you look like the servants of humans. We will never, we will never bow. We will never surrender. We are ready for you. We do not take your lies. You may send your human slaves, but we know who you are. We know who you represent. We know what blood is in your veins. Let's take one of his wings off. Let's see how talkative he is then. Well, I mean, uh, you look. do right, I do left. Let's ask him a question, right. question first. Oh, you got you got you got two against one here, Julia. <laughs> it's true. I'm just I, the GM. I know. Um, <laughs> Hear the voice of reason for a change. I know. <laughs> so, what were you doing attacking the station? We were defending ourselves from your unprovoked attack against our territory. We just came to space to check out what's going on up here. We, we've received some terrible, terrible we portents. We have always waited for the day, the day called ahead by our great queen, that the humans would return, and they would do so in a ball of fire launched from the distant planet. Hmm. You are but the vanguard of the invasion to come. You will not take us. We will destroy you all. Well, you sound pleasant. Maybe we should, uh... Talk to your queen. The moon is our sovereign territory. No man has ever landed on the moon, and no man shall ever land on the moon. The moon? Interesting. The moon, you say? I've always held the moon during my youth. So you're based on the moon. We are not based on the moon. We are from the moon. It is our ancestral right. And your queen presumably is there? Our queen rules all. She rules the hive. You won't get anything from me. Cool. I, I looked. I looked to Ham. I was like, "You want us to get some information? You will not stop us. The time is almost nigh. You will all be destroyed Shut up. before the cycle of this sun is complete." I think we've we've gotten every piece of information we could possibly get from this guy. You won't get anything oh, from no, me. No, no, no. I'll I never think, speak. I think <laughs> I could probably get a few more bits of information. 
be our guest. I don't know. He sounds pretty talked out. <laughs> you actually haven't uh, even gotten. We haven't even. We haven't even done interrogation. He's just speaking the propaganda that he knows. Or I, she knows. Uh, yeah, and I am now rolling interrogation on this. Song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, if we're gonna if we're gonna gender the uh, the bee drone, it's uh, uh, female five. female dr- uh, drone because they had the stingers. Zero five. You rolled a five for you your. Rolled a five for intimidation. Yes, interrogation. It backs into the wall. Yeah, how are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? I start as I get closer. I start growling. You will tell us what you know, or I will rip your wings by myself. Uh, the 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 bee. Uh, she stops, mouth agape. You're a monster. But fine, you'll never be able to stop us. Will you let me live? So that I may kill you another day? Depends on how you answer. Well, what can the dogs of man tell wish to know? How much wood can a woodchuck chuck? Um, <laughs> Julian, uh, or who, uh, uh, what's, what's the equivalent of perception? Is it physical? It's uh, f- uh, awareness, P... There's strength, endurance, prowess. I guess it would be mental acuity. Mental acuity, yeah. That yeah. makes sense to me. Give me mental acuity rolls. Sure. For all of us? Um, yes. All of us, okay. Just tell me what your rolls. So I uh, 10. 15. 10, 15. Hold on. Well, Andy, you're stuck in the interrogation. I don't think you would notice this. Yeah. So it comes Fine. Down to Is this a D100 roll? Mm. Uh yeah well yeah it's a d20 roll isn't it's, it? it's a d20 roll maybe I don't know how I don't think if it's mental acuity it's a d20 if it's yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know how it works two. because like some of you have have skills that go above twenty um two two okay so you definitely don't see it uh, uh. Julian I'll let you go for it uh, you see the b Happy to be intimidated and, and share uh, classified B intelligence uh, is reaching behind its back with one of its hands. Oh, jeez. Uh, quick shoot it! Yeah, I'm going to see if I can do a quick shot. Uh, are you doing a called shot or like you're shooting a kill? Uh, I, I'm not going to be precise with my aim. I just want to basically stop whatever he's doing. Okay, because if you're trained in the weapon, you can do a called shot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll just do a called shot. Um mm-hmm. On his uh, called shot to his arm, basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. To correct you again, it's female bees are Sorry. the warriors. Sorry. Yes. And she is reaching. I just, I'm just, I'm just basically. Uh, you're my surrogate bee. That's why. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm going to attack her with a natural 19. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so are you shooting at the hand or the wall or shooting? Shooting at the hand. I don't really care if we. So you 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 blast the head. You brutes! <laughs> you monsters! Everything they said about you is true! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright guys, what do you wanna what do you wanna do? I think we should uh, put this bee out of its misery and check out the Let's launch it out the airlock. No, well, no, no. Uh, we still haven't got, Andy, we haven't got, got a question. Yet. You actually got the interrogation, so Andy gets a question here. Oh yeah. What how do we get in? No no no. What's the si- where what's the signal? The signal. It gets into like this bee, like, ah! it's a laugh, but it doesn't sound like, ah! the signal, 
The signal heralds your doom! It is the signal of your end, the signal of your past, of your transgressions and your sins. An ancient device, long since lost and buried, a great queen has found it, and now it sends a warning. But you cannot stop it, it is too late, and you and you will all burn in a second flash! That didn't sound good, guys. No, it didn't. And then it starts to cry because his hand has been burnt from, from uh, an energy rifle shot. Well, anything else you guys want to know? Free me or kill me. But I will. All my kind will fight and kill you another day. You may have won this battle, but we will win the war! All right, once he's done talking, I'm just going to run him through with my katana. Okay. I back away. I back away as the <laughs> as the one with the sword that wow. runs it through. Just run her through. Oh, you guys just no no Geneva conventions <laughs> in the apocalypse. No. Nope. So he, that bee just threatened the world. It's like man, so wants a world to live on. I was just tired of it talking. You just. <laughs> I, I, it's been a while since I've done a really good character voice. My voice is strong. Actually, that, that would be a pretty good Cobra Commander voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or it's like the, uh, the, the one from Homestar Runner with the cheat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blow up the ocean. But yeah, so, so I've, I've, I've killed the bee. She's dead. So, looks like we need moon? to go to the moon. If we want to be, one of the, I've we, always wanted to bark at the moon. If we want to be heroes or something. Uh, Prince is standing in the door of Steve Stephen's uh, uh, quarters. Every and, time you say that, I literally picture Prince. And, yeah. But, but as a <laughs> big Russian bear. Sick. Yeah. But as a big <laughs> Russian bear. Um, well, yeah, in a purple smoking jacket now. Uh, no, so Steve, uh, Prince is, is, in, is in the door. And... Uh, Kind of looking at it, I was like, I see your treatment of prisoners is quite effective. He Come. Wasn't, he wasn't going to give us anything more. That... I will tell you what you need to know. And he turns and he walks back towards his command center. Oh, well, let's, let's go see what, this, what the bear has to say. All right, come on, Purple Rain. Let's go. You go, okay, <laughs> go into the, uh, as you go into the command center, uh, there's a... Uh, Diagram of the moon on one of the monitors. Uh, from the diagram is as uh, dots going uh, out uh, uh, like uh, like old radio signals kind of thing. And the he explains the bees have such a shorter lifespan that they go through many generations. So what is old history for us is myth and legend for them becomes dogma, and they're. The paranoia took them over. They shut down the fueling station. There is a, uh, a launch pad on the moon that was used to reach the asteroid belt, even Mars at some point. Um, may even still have a ship to get you back to where you came from if you wish to scurry away. But the, uh, the real problem happened several of your months ago when... The bees, who have always been digging through the moon because that's all they've ever known. They were drones to, to mine the moon hollow to bring it out for fuel. Even though they got paranoid and cut off, they kept doing what they know how to do because they're stupid insect drone bee brains. 
So and basically, there's a basically they, oversupply on the moon for the for your fuel. Yeah, well, they found a base. Leica station receives the signal because it's sent on Russian frequencies that are in sync. The other stations didn't originally pick up or understand what they were hearing. Just another damaged satellite passing by or an old ship running out of fuel. But I knew. And that's why I sent the warning. The nation you know as the Russians built a contingency on the dark side of the moon. A stockhouse of all of their greatest weapons. That should they be taken out of the fight before their enemies, a kill order would be sent to their base that would launch, well, everything. A doomsday machine. He kind of chuckles to himself with the name. Well, fuck. They didn't account for the interference, though, when the bombs and the flash happened. The kill order was sent, but never received. And so the station went into sleep. And then the bees found it. And then they worship it, and they think it's their sovereign ancestral territory and their plan to stop the humans from ever enslaving them again. And I kind of agree with the sentiment. But if they were to launch that... Not a single thing would survive this solar system after that attack. And I'm too old. So to stop it. I'm 98. You want I us to go I'm 98 years old to uh, go to this, this B territory station. and destroy the station or disable it? Ah, uh, if you can, I don't think you can. You seemed pretty good in that fight. I'll what imagine. about the other stations? Have they uh, mobilized? They refuse to believe it's even real. <sighs> they think it's just more conspiracy theories from the tinfoil bees. Mm. Well, looks like we're the ones to do it then. <sighs> you could try well. and mobilize troops, but if uh, the transmission is correct, they're going to launch and... 12 hours or so. All right, to the moon it is. We got ourselves a timeline. Yep. Do you have any vessels other than that uh, armor we appropriated earlier? Oh, sure. I have a light-capable freighter that can seat 100 and comes with a spa and in-ground swimming pool. He then so just stares at you. I look at, I just, I give him that look, it's like, alright. This isn't the time for that. Alright, well let's, uh, let's suit up and, uh, fly to the moon. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Prince shows up in a vac suit and tea. Oh, in like a little it. vacuum, yeah. like, like, uh, bladder. <laughs> yeah. He made the tea in the other side of the station, brought it through space, and brought it up, <laughs> it was like, oh, are you leaving so soon? Oh, you just got here. Oh, okay, fine. Um, well, it, it's been it's been great. Sorry about that. Um, you uh, you uh, your two friends there, but oh well. He then swims off to his quarters. <laughs> oh no! Bye, this is Steven. gonna take forever to clean up. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. <laughs> 
It's a dead bee. It's a dead bee in his bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst guests. <laughs> um, oh, shit. So, uh, Wilhammer and Jack, the uh, surviving rabbit and seagull, mm-hmm. um, were in uh, Prince er, Steve's wake uh, there with the tea. Yeah. They both have little cups of tea. And they're kind of <laughs> drinking. And they're like, are you uh, sure you want us to come along? I mean. This kind of sucks. <laughs> we kind of need all the help we can get. And they kind of look like, like honestly, we, we kind of talked about it. And we don't. We don't know if we're even helpful in this. <laughs> we might be able to help Prince with R- repairs, right? But I mean, yeah, stay behind. We had some repairs. fight in us, but then we got here, and this is the worst. <laughs> this just sucks. But I guess if you if you want, and they will kind of like, and they're like, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you're in charge. Let's let keep them down. Stay. Do what Let's they let say. Them stay here. Okay. Yeah, you guys stay here. We'll uh, we'll either die or come back for you. Okay. Okay. So how uh, how do you want to go? All three of you can fit into the single mech. Yeah. Saves or... having to clean out bee yeah. guts. I don't really feel like uh, power hosing a dead bee suit. Oh, uh, Steven's already cleaned out one of them. He's huh. got it hanging up in the locker, just in case Prince wanted to go out for a spin. Interesting. Wow. The other one's got like a full body in it, and that's just like I think we can all fit in the mech. Uh, kind of heavy. He's Let's just yeah. a dolphin. He doesn't even have any legs. So I do. I do grab that rifle because that was used. That was that was handy. Uh, that rifle had uh, how many shots did you fire off? Uh, five, I think four plus the two I had of the first round. So it's six, six shots. Okay, six shots. You have then uh, fourteen shots left. I was going to say, because it's a maximum cap, uh, capacity of 40, um, but this wasn't, like, full. It wasn't full. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so this pack, has been used before. Okay. The pack has, yeah, it, it's it's used to, like, uh, when, when Steve wants to, like, cook some tea from across the station, <laughs> he just kind of beams it through the portholes because <laughs> uh, it doesn't do any damage to the structural integrity, but it heats your tea up real nice. <laughs> um, he, uh, he didn't, he didn't, it wasn't, he didn't know it better come under attack. Uh, so the uh, you got you've got fourteen shots left on uh, okay. the super gun, um, and and uh, well, basically I'll probably grab a, a, an extra couple of eclipses. They got regular the uh, regular energy 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 rifles. There's a chance if you were to get into the bee suits that you might be able to pretend to be the bees, um, or you could just go and attack them. I, I think we should probably just because I, I think that ruse won't hold up for very long. No, I, <laughs> it, I, it would hold up. I for, think I considered our luck. We probably. I was just, I was just picturing two people the in the bee suits area. bringing a mech and handcuffs like Chewbacca on the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, conversation. Anyways. Dodd, what do you think? <laughs> Dodd, what do you think? I like the f- plan where we go in there, guns blazing. Yeah. Right. And you're probably the most competent pilot of all of us, so more than likely. I think I'm the only one that has the skill. Yeah. I don't mean to break yeah. this to you, but you guys have no way home. Yeah, we're fucked. Blaze of glory. Uh, they, 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 they did say we might find a ship that... There is a launch platform on the moon that was used for refueling. It's possible. There's something that's still left there that might still work. All right, let's go light up some bees. Light it up! Um, okay, uh, so uh, are you all in the mech? Yeah, I think yeah, we're, uh, we're all going to cram into the mech. Okay, so two people are passengers in that mech. Um, 
so you're just going to be kind of along for the ride until he gets you out. So uh, are you, I'd be in your back suits in case you need to make a quick escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you're um, heading towards the moon, you'll get there, but this mech is not like I don't have the maneuverability of the bee suits. It doesn't have the speed of the space digger. Uh, it, it's 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 not designed like station to moon. Which keep in mind, it took Apollo like three days to get there. Um, you're gonna get there, but if it, the launch really is happening in twelve hours, you're gonna have one hour to go when you arrive. Great, um, because nothing says a final episode like a timer, I'm ticking good. timer. Ticking uh, time bomb. Well, we're on the Metroid time limit. <laughs> so, is you're coming towards the moon? Um, like the 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 the, the patrol squad uh, was effectively decimated by Mutork's uh, sudden departure, um, and you don't you you pick up some distant movement, but it's hard to tell if if those are bees or some of the other like he he mentioned uh, these these uh, ships called jackbooters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, places is, places is big. It could just be like a derelict satellite or piece of debris or um, you know, Mutork's body. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but nothing immediately on your passage to the moon uh, until you start getting closer to being like in the moon's gravity pull. As uh, your velocity begins to increase, as you're getting closer to being captured into the moon's uh, gravity well, the uh, you do start getting chatter uh, being sent over uh, an open wavelength. Another kind of like identify yourself sort of message. <laughs> and but it's 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 speaking. I don't know, bad B. Yeah. And um, what are you are you going to respond to the message? Or are you just going to keep going through? Um, I think we should uh, responding will just. Be pointless. Uh, you're coming around the moon as you're going past the horizon and it goes to the dark side. You can see the lights of a base kind of coming up, like a, a, I'm going to call it Armstrong Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lights coming out. Uh, this was a uh, on the dark side, always facing away from the Earth, uh, was a great location to launch out into the solar system without having to do escape velocity from Earth. Yep. So... The, uh, the, that's where that station's from. Uh, but around there, you definitely can see the swarm of uh, patrol bees and movement even along the surface of where the, the mines are. The, the surface of the moon at this point does not look like the moon as it does in our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 100 years of mining bee drones have sculpted the surface into quarries and ravines and long chasms all in straight sort of, well, like a beehive. Like it's all been done, not hmm. exactly honeycomb style, but to that kind of uniform of, of, of a hive mind. Yeah. Um, and so there's these elaborate patterns as they've gone through just to get the carbon out of the soil or out of the, uh, out of the, the, the surface of the moon uh, and, and that. Um, and as one single mech, you haven't, you're, you're too small to be picking up be picked up by a number of the proximity detectors, like if you went in with Space Digger. Mm-hmm. I'll let you get through that just because it also saves us time. And you'll get into uh, the base. How do you want to enter? Do you want to go in through a mine tunnel? Do you want to go in through the front door? Um, I want to shoot some missiles at the base to uh, to do some structural damage. What, Dodd, what do you think? Like uh, you've been told by Prince um, the this doomsday device, they've been digging um, – a massive well down to the chamber that they found. They've been like digging it out to breach the surface so it has an open line so they can basically building a missile silo. Um, 
and you can see the intense construction work over that giant hole. Um, it's uh, it's it's huge. Um, that would be the quickest way, but it would also be the way with the most dice rolls. Mm-hmm. Dodd, you're the one with the guns right now. You're the one flying the mech. I think we should attack a fuel line. If it's like a mining facility, that that, that all that equipment needs fuel. Yeah. It's also yeah, going to Star Killer base style. I yeah, like it. And we'll start seeing some uh, some nice explosions from that too. Yep. It'll 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 get them scurrying and focusing on the wrong things. Well, that's easy enough to see. You can see giant like uh oil pipes or not oil, but giant fuel line pipes that are keeping the refineries that are used to uh, refine the uh, the carbon that is picked up from the and and, and put it into a f- into fuel cells. Mm-hmm. So that's all around and Carbon isn't as combustible as other fuel sources, which is one reason why it's so preferred. Um, but uh, in these kinds of quantities and that kind of yeah, you can still uh, set it off. Certainly with the weapon. So here's what I'm brought. thinking: How many missiles do I have in my pack, like grand total? Um, I'm going to roll for that. Do, 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 I was kind of, kind of picturing it in my head as like a mech warrior style thing where you have like cell, cell, yeah. like a silo of four and four on each but shoulder. But you fired a bunch. Yeah. So on the, your left shoulder you have four and on your right shoulder you have three. So we got seven total. And that's that's all the missiles because you, you fired a bunch of those in the original attack on Lyca Station. I'm th- what if we and you still this have on I... your arms, you have a, 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 on your right arm a laser mounted cannon. Um, but that's again like because this is it's, it's meant for, like, simple defense and uh, mining and stuff, so uh, well, your, your left arm is just smithing. really big and heavy. Mm-hmm. Here's my plan. I'm not going to fire these missiles. I'm going to throw them my hand grenades so they don't go off. They won't be detected because there won't be any propellant. They won't be going fast enough to set off any motion detectors. They'll just be, de- they'll, they'll be just like a, like a piece of debris. So you want to just get your mech into a trajectory... Do a single burst and then power down so you don't show up on any sensors. Yep, and then and just, just pull start the missile out and just start things, dropping yeah. them. Using natural gravity. Oh, like mines. Basically, yeah. Then as soon as they're at the locations, With- have them rig the blow and we'll take out as much of the refinery as we can. We'll blow some shit up. We've still got a pretty powerful laser. And then we'll find the biggest nuclear thing and go bye-bye. Yeah, because uh, I mean, this is a one-way trip. These missiles would, are going to need a certain amount of impact in order to go off, or they're and just the going to bounce. It's a little too low. But if you lined up like missile, missile along the pipe, you could then cause a chain reaction. Yeah. If you then use your cannon, or if someone else, or say, laser. with a chemical laser, were to use it to oh. heat up the insides <laughs> oh, of the uh, carbon refinery, it could oh, create. Oh, uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, I'm getting up on top. Can I actually use my mag boots and actually latch myself onto the mech's outer hull? Uh, sure. You could try. Yeah, you sit on his <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> and I basically, if he's needing like a chemical thing to ignite the things, pot shot. Oh, even better, Dodd, if you're okay with it, we could, uh, he could surf you on the back. All right. <laughs> surf, okay. Surf, surf the mech. We just got his two mag boots on the back, <laughs> and you just orient it, and away you go. Because yeah. that's super 80s. It is. <laughs> 
So, yep. so, so your the back leg of the mech opens up, which is where the passenger compartment is, and you just you pull yourself out and close the the the, the back of the leg again, and uh, you mag lock onto his back, and yeah, okay. Uh, I want to get a piloting roll from Mike, and uh, and then an attack roll from Andy. Okay, what am I rolling here? Uh, well, you don't have any pilot mech suits, but you do still have pilot spaceship. I'm going to say, eh, it's close enough. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it operates the same. Yeah. Same principles. How fast do you want to go? I roll 20. How fast do you want to go? I want to go super quick. Okay, you can go, well, this thing, and uh, I, I was looking up the uh, the L7 stats that the uh, the game has, and there is there's stupid fast. And then there's, you know, maybe it's too fast. Um, height, length, physical attributes, cargo, running, uh, leaping, space flight, in zero gravity, good maneuverability, reasonable speed, rocketing as fast as 300 miles per hour. So I like 298. <laughs> you know, got to be conservative a little All bit. All right, so about like 400 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Uh, you're coming in. Are you going to buzz the surface as this happens? Yeah. So yep. stay, staying low it. so they can't detect you. Yeah. And on top, while this is happening, uh, attached by mag boots is uh, a canine commando. Yep. Um, so describe what you're doing, Andy. Uh, basically, I've tracked the first one, the first uh, missile drops until it gets to the point where he yeah. wants me to detonate, uh, detonate it. Oh, is that, okay. Sorry, I I I I, uh, I I missed that particular detail. Okay, so because uh, I'm using my, I'm using that uh, heat that heat up rifle. Okay. Yeah. So, so, uh, so Dodd needs to drop the missiles first. That's not really a so much a roll. He's just dropping them just and dropping them. I guess yeah. yeah no, just no dropping aim. them. So uh, what what I need Andy is for you to track the missile and then attack it um, okay, and, so, and and deal enough damage uh, to break the missile's SDC. Okay. So what do you want me to roll for the so, tracking? So uh, uh, that's a that's a good question. Perception I'm, I'm awareness. Your, um, marksmanship. Uh, roll a, roll me a hundred. Uh, roll me two d tens, and you're gonna roll under sixty five. Okay. Twenty three. Okay. So you uh, are able to. So, uh, how many missiles are we dropping, Mike? I got seven. Let's do seven. Let's do them all. All right. Then I'm just gonna very quickly. Uh, uh, then. Uh, uh, you got you got your first one was a, a success. Roll uh, six more times, very quickly. We'll just we'll go check X, check X, X, check whatever under sixty five to track the missiles. Thirty two on the second. Okay, check. Forty two on the third. Uh oh. Okay, four more. Fifty eight. You're gonna do it. all right. <laughs> that's getting a little. I'm getting a little curious. Here's like uh, what? That's how many? We got four in. I'm, I'm keeping track. Keep going. Two, two, two more. Oh, three more. Yeah. Must be more. All right. Fifth one here. Twenty-seven. Okay. And where we go? Almost. Uh, have a clean sweep. Here we go. And right on the number sixty-five. Blap blap. Uh, okay. Roll again. Uh, six out of seven isn't gonna be bad. Zero one. Ah, go. perfect. So. Uh, and now just uh, roll um, the, your damage dice. We'll just do that once. How many is that? Is that 5d6? Yep, 5d6. Crazy. Crazy. I wonder if, I wonder if it's enough damage to detonate a missile. 
15, 18, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> 20 SDC. Yeah, oh my god, you did it. Okay, so <laughs> as you as you guys are going, so Mike, you're buzzing down over the over the pipes. You drop the missiles, doom, doom, and they kind of, you, you throw them like lawn darts, so they have a way of like sticking just a little bit into the soft paper mache soil of the moon, and then right behind while surfing, but behind you, tracking with the, uh, the, the chemical laser, you all but one, is hit and along the way in your wake and there's like this wall of fire coming up behind you as you're rocketing towards the refinery station and uh, do you want to bank up before the refinery station blows up or are we going through it like cool guys we're going through it like cool guys <laughs> going through man. it like cool guys we're, okay uh, you're going to have to roll through, through the calm roll, you're hearing me kind of howling <laughs> okay roll a, roll a piloting check and Andy roll high or low uh, okay, so you want me to call higher or low and you roll, or you want me to roll? Uh, high or low? Just pick uh, I'll call high. Okay, so Oops. Dodd, go ahead and roll your piloting. Good. God damn it. 34. 34. So you, you go through the explosion. Now, Julian's safe. He's inside the mech suit. <laughs> and Dodd is safe. He's inside the mech suit. Uh, the, the explosion's heat isn't going to be so high as to uh, break through most of the SDC of the suit. It's fine. Andy, uh, you're on the outside. Uh, your mag boots will keep you connected. Um, but you said high, and I rolled a two. Uh, oh, you have uh, a pressure leak in your vac suit now. Uh, as the heat has damaged one of the oxygen valves uh, going into uh, into your suit, and you're, okay, you're leaking uh, air out into the vacuum. Can I use space. my? It's not my an immediate problem. You 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 got enough. You got you got time. Can I, get, use my, can I use my armor armor skill to patch it? Uh, I don't. You can you can certainly try and do a patch, but either way, your oxygen is going to be compromised. This is not technology you're necessarily used to. Right. No one else has ever used it. The only person who has that kind of skill is actually in the mech suit. And um, yeah, and I, Mutork, I make I no make for yeah, I make for one of the passenger things because. But what are you going to patch it with? Uh, uh, you don't really have like duct tape on you right now. Um, if you can, if you can let me know what it is that justifies it, either either way. Or, uh, I guess I can't. If I, or we can just let I don't have any just duct tape or something like. So I I make for the pasture hold. Okay, so you're just you're just pinching it. <laughs> yeah. Between, between between thumb and index finger, you're pinching down on your oxygen. Yeah. Um, and uh, that I mean that's fine. You 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 still have several minutes before it's going to be a real problem, but Mike, you should probably come in for a landing. Uh, where do you want to land now in the base? A massive explosion has gone off. The refinery has been uh, destroyed. Um, and uh, not noticing you through the explosion of the debris and being too close to the surface, the swarm is moving up and over you like an arc down to uh, begin like um, uh, uh, dealing with the fire. Um, uh, I want to go well, not the fire because it won't be a fire, but the, dealing with the damage and the, uh, the explosion, uh, tend to their wounded kind mm -hmm. of thing. Say again, Dad. I want to go in where they're coming out of. <laughs> so you're going fast, uh, and 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 any of the bees that notice uh, have a hard time reacting at the, uh, quick enough, and you zip wow. past them into the quarry hole. 
uh, and you're going down into uh, the belly of, of, of the moon. Um, and a few bees who are heading towards the refinery explosion like try to turn and they're not following in your in your wake. But um, you, you got the skinny on them, so they're, uh, they're not following as fast. Uh, well, I mean, they are, but they're, they, they, you got a head start on them. Um, uh, they, you can hear over the chatter on the radio uh, warnings. Uh, they've warned ahead, and uh, we're gonna get some um, piloting checks from you, Dodd. Uh, dodge rolls, actually, uh, as uh, there's f- weapons fire coming up from within the pit. Oh well, this sounds fun. Okay, well, hold on. Yeah, we're entering in. There's only 30 minutes left of the explosion. We're gonna. Whoops! One. The whole solar system's gonna die, and it'll be our fault. <laughs> or there is no weapon. Ooh, Seventy. <laughs> Sorry, say again. Seventy. Okay, uh, Andy. Uh, what's your AR? A uh, thirteen. Oh, that's oh, it's stuck in my book. We die together. And do I have? It's a pretty good day to die. Take uh, 8, 13, 16, uh, 28 damage uh, to your SDC onto your armor. Okay, so out of 80 I have, and what was the total? 80. Let's just make it a clean 30, bring it down to 50. Okay. I was just getting up the calculator so I could keep track. <laughs> so you get hit by a couple of uh, ion bolts being sent up from a turret down in the pit. Uh, yeah. And uh, the, you the got hit by something like that. Pilot like, kind of he 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 he's able to avoid being hit himself, but forgets he's got a dog stuck to his back. Uh, and uh, no, I, and I, you take I, uh, oh, I I hadn't made it to the pasture thing yet. Okay. No, are you trying to get back inside now? That's what basically I'm pinching and basically trying to get back inside. <laughs> okay, yeah. So. Uh, that's that's tough. Uh, go, uh, you 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 open up the 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 leg. You're 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 back inside. Uh, Dodd, you're gonna come in for a landing. Are you gonna do a superhero landing? Oh yeah. Roll it again. <laughs> okay, roll a piloting check for a superhero landing on one knee. The knee that Andy's in. <laughs> Fifty. <laughs> you land uh, on Andy's. <laughs> he, uh, that's fine. You come in for the cool superhero landing. All the all the low gravity moon dust goes up. Yeah. And. Uh, in the pit, uh, you are uh, now surrounded by um, uh, like eight drones who who are down. And they're in the same black and yellow armor. Their guns are out, and uh, and now you're in a mech, and you got the two guys inside. So roll for initiative. Yep. Die, motherfucker combo. Eleven. Andy, what's your initiative? That's the D twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen. Okay. Andy, what's your initiative? Oh, my initiative. Uh, just a second here. Okay. So just do I have any initiative? Mo- nope. I just need to roll. Yep. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So, uh, Dodd, top of the round. You're in the mech suit. Oh, I gotta roll my initiative. Shooting all the things. Top of the round goes to me. I rolled a 19. No. Bees. So, how many did I say? Eight? Yep. 
You made your old level fives for a reason. Yeah. Unfortunately, the only thing they're shooting right now is the mech suit, because the three of you aren't out of the suit yet. So, uh, what is... Uh, oh, I can't tell you what... You can't tell me what the suit's AR is, because I've got the stats in front of me. L7 Explorer. Height. Weapons. Hand-to-hand combat. Restrained punch. Um... Nice. Okay, so it doesn't. Oh, this is all like riff stuff. So I got to make it up. Um, those two are gonna hit. They're high enough. Uh, and then three more. That's gonna hit. So three hit you um, for uh, the energy weapons. What's the? Uh, what are the hit points on this thing? Uh, there are a lot. So. Uh, da, 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 12, 14, 15. Uh, God damn it, I hate all this stuff. Uh, 21, 25, 6, 7, 29. Ooh, 12, 29, uh, and 12. 31. 31. 29 and 12 is 41. 41. 41, 46, uh, 49, 51. Come on! This is the last one. Am I going to get it? Am I going to get high enough? I think so. 41, 47. You don't even know what I'm counting up to. 51. Oh, I got to get to 60. 55. 55. 59, I think you rolled. No! The the SDC on your uh, uh, arms are 60. And I just did 59 damage to it. (laughs) So your arm-mounted weapon, the laser cannon... Uh, has been it's it's it, it's it's not destroyed, but it is completely inoperable. And that whole arm was almost completely blown off. Uh, they 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 focused fire onto the shoulder and get one of the missiles, and uh, ended up going for um, uh, oh shoulder directional jets, legs. Yeah, no, they 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 went they went for the arms because they're like the big beefy things that are sticking out the front. And um, uh, yeah, the main body is 350, so they're gonna they have to do a lot more than that. So uh, now it's Dodd's turn. All right, I rolled an 18. I'm gonna smash him with my other arm. Uh, oh, uh, as the dust is beginning to clear and the lights all around you, you see at the base of this uh, is as far as you can see rails and rails and rails of loaded missiles, right. like like ballistic, like. Hmm interplanetary weapon missiles. Just it's like the uh the warehouse from Indiana Jones, but missiles. Yeah. So guys, how do you feel about a blaze of glory? You wanna blow them up? Yep. I got nothing else to live for, so Well, all that matters is the mission. I am going to grab one of the missiles and destroy it. Okay, well, the missiles are, like, you're at the base of the cavern, and it's around you in, like, uh, in, in, in silos that are all out. Like, they, they would be brought in and then launched and brought in and launched, like, on, like, a long, long conveyor belt that go way out into the, into the moon. You're not near them. You're surrounded by the bees. Behind the bees are, uh, is, is, the, is the missile chamber that they discovered. 
So I need to get through the them to get to the to get to the missiles. Well, yeah, that'll be easy. I mean, they're just you can just engage your thrusters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I'm charging through them. Yeah, I'm going kamikaze. So are we going? Are we doing like Doctor Strange Love here? We're just gonna ride the nuclear yep. missile yep. down. And you guys are okay being inside the mech while is that like you're just you're you're a shin bone at yeah. this point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fuck it. All right. I was Hype was a good boy. Uh, let's, have, go with it. let's blow it up. Uh, There's my 18 I have it? one more Patreon NPC that I'm not going to get to now. <laughs> We're going to blow up the moon before that happens. Yep. All right. Sorry. We'll just, we'll just have to make good on that in uh, Ravenloft game. Um, <laughs> so go ahead, Mike. Does my 18 this do is, it? This is what off the rails sounds like. Yep. Does your 18 do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does it. So he, you're just basically, are you just See, charging into the missiles? Charge! Full thrust. So as you charge past, one of the bees grabs onto one of your ruined arms. They're holding on. They're like, no! <laughs> as they're holding on. And another one grabs the back of the foot. And they're like, they're being like pulled along yeah. as, as you're rocking past. But two of them latch on as, as, as you head into one of the silos with the, uh, the, um, with the missiles. And are you really just going to detonate this? Yep. Okay. It makes the most sense. I'll, I'll take them all yeah. out. I, I should. I, okay. That's, I, we'll, we'll talk about that in the debrief. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rolling it again. 18. Okay. I need you to roll. What, what impact damage? Okay. So you're hand-to-hand combat. Well, how heavy is it? Does it, does it have a a full strength. A power punch counts as two attacks. Ram. Oh, it actually does have ram. 4d6 of massive damage. Okay, so roll me four d six into the first missile. What does massive damage imply? It's it's a rifts thing. It's it's just oh M D C, mega damage twenty two uh, yeah. Me- mega damage versus structural damage. Right. Uh, like I think it's like one mega damage is equal to a hundred structural damage. Ah uh, okay. Uh, closer to a million. Oh, it's ridiculous. So this rolling- is why the after the bomb characters can never go to Robotech. Yeah. So you're attacking with Robotech power right now. Yeah. So what did you roll? Twenty two. Oh God. Uh, so 22 million structural damage or whatever that is. So back at Lake Station, <laughs> Prince has sent these three explorers from the surface of Earth. And he's been watching your progress as you dipped off the radar and disappeared once you arrived at Armstrong Station. He goes, I probably should have warned them not to detonate the moon. Meanwhile, back down on Earth. <laughs> at, uh... I guess we're not doing a sequel, guys. Uh, down <laughs> on the Earth, oh, did at, we just, you did, did we, lives? at Rush. Oh, it, it was a, yeah, Rushmore. Uh, Rushmore. Rushmore Base. Yeah. Rushmore Base. I believe so. Something like that. Roosevelt. Uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Mount Roosevelt. Mount Roosevelt uh, 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 Base of the Coalition of Species. Um, they haven't heard, but they've been watching on telescopes. They they they've seen the damage of Lake Station uh, 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 on optical telescopes. They've been watching what's been going on. They can't believe that not only are there people alive up there, but they're fighting. And then, and then there's this uh, explosion, a shockwave uh, that is seen before it's ever felt. In fact, it takes um, almost an hour before it's felt on the Earth. But it's a terrifying moment when the moon seemed to rupture. Because in this moon, do you guys know what the Sarbamba is? Yeah. 
No. Mm-hmm. The Sarbamba was a test. This is this is one thing I had written down. Sarbamba was a test rocket by the uh, Russians. Um, it was detonated only ever once uh, as a test uh, in Siberia, and it shattered windows in Norway, and it sent a seismic shockwave around the Earth three times. It's the biggest thing that's ever been blown up on the planet. Uh, that was a test of a smaller bomb. The larger bomb was constructed but then never detonated. Hmm. Uh, in the world of after the bomb, I would imagine that such a nation had created even more powerful ones of these and had stockpiled them in the moon. Oh. Thousands of them. That kind of shock would be capable of cracking at least enough of a seismic shift to cr- at least blow off the surface of the moon, yeah. if not just crack the moon in half, because <laughs> this was down in its core that this base had so been left. So did we just launch the launch part of the moon on Earth? Um, you definitely blew up a good chunk of it, and the shockwave from it did send out debris, <clears throat> and as Lake Station is bombarded by micrometeorites, it's shattered to pieces, and Stephen and Prince trying to get into their vest suits and drink their last cup of tea is <laughs> the whole ship is blown apart. Freedom Station is on the other side of the planet and, and, and is uh, protected, but Outcast Station uh, takes another brunt of, of the shockwaves as uh, thousands of ships uh, around uh, orbit of Earth are, um, are, are uh, destroyed. The, the bees are not going to be a problem anymore. Um, <laughs> and, on, problem. and on Earth, uh, the environmental impact of the damage to the moon that it will have on a planet that is still healing after the bombs, we cannot even begin to calculate. And it's not your problem because you're not on the moon anymore. We're dead. (laughs) Nope. I'm going to roll a d4 here. And we're going to find out where Mutork went. Oh. Because... To Ravenlaw! His weapon basically did in a controlled manner what your explosion has done. Oh, no. The bombs of that magnitude and that concentration and you at the very center of it? Oh, I'm not going to let you die. (laughs) (laughs) That would be too easy. I got this book here. (laughs) Oh, God. Julian? Transdimensional Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, no. (laughs) Dimension X. (laughs) So I have four outcomes. And I'm debating on whether or not to resolve on it right now or to leave it up to, like, a vote on Patreon. But I don't think we're going to resolve it right now. Um, D4. Yep. Okay. If it's a one, we're going into the past. If it's a two, we're going sideways into an alternate history. If it's a three, we're going way into the past. And if it's a four, you've died. All right. And then Mutork will be the only survivor. <laughs> and away we go. It's a three. Well, we're going to prehistoric times. So you're <laughs> in the cave. As you're heading into the mech, your fist makes contact with the front of the, of the uh, warhead. And there's a moment where it almost feels like time has stopped for everyone. It's like, ding. And then... It cracks, and a bright white light opens up, but it's not an explosion so much as a tear. And instead of punching and exploding, you punch through the missile, Dodd, and through this tear, like you're ripping through paper, through the fabric of time and space. 
and the force of the rift obliterates your mech. But that's okay because you guys are inside of it and you survive. And as you come out the other side of the rift and it spits the debris of, of, the, uh, of the L7 Explorer into tiny little confetti pieces, the three of you come rolling out onto the ground and you hit the dirt. And as you look up, you see desert and volcanoes and then heavy pounding as uh, riding on the back of a great lizard. I really wish Derek had a line here to say. <laughs> but Mutork's been waiting for you two to show up. <laughs> and he's acting as king of the dinosaurs. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> Mies, I'm glad you are here. Mies, I'm king of dinosaurs. Oh, Jesus. And then he, the T-Rex, he's on top, which isn't a historical accurate T-Rex. I'm sorry, uh, Daniel Defoe. Yeah. Uh, because uh, we're going, we're going with Jurassic Park dinosaurs of this one. No feathers. Let's out a big roar, and mutants in orbit banner flutters down <laughs> as the broken L seven Explorer <laughs> plays out to uh, David Bowie. If we ever return to after the bomb, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing prehistoric times. Yeah, you've been hurled back in time, and, on, <laughs> and, and there's no future to return to because you destroyed the world, <laughs> jackasses. <laughs> All you had to do was stop the countdown. You didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't tell you what like the solution was. It was a good idea at the time. It was a great idea, but yeah. I wasn't. The gonna... thing is, the bear never said not to for us to trigger the bombs. You never asked. Yeah. You never. That never... <laughs> I, I, I mean, he just fair... told you that they were going to blow up the solar system. And he probably also thought that, like, you know, we just wouldn't stop be insane. Them. Or just stop them. <laughs> like, they're a religious cult. There was this going to be this moment where you're going to meet, like, the Queen Bee, and they would be, like, talking about how. Uh, they, they've misinterpreted history that the first person on the moon was a bee because of Buzz. <laughs> oh, they were going to buzz strong arm the first and only uh, the first bee on the moon, the yeah. sovereign territory. We founded it. We, it is our place. We, we escaped the oppressions of mankind and uh, never again, never forget. Yep. <laughs> well, so uh, anyway, he didn't fuck up. It's just whatever. We stopped playing sideways. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So um, I, I, I'm really glad because if we had gone to number one on the D4, you would have ended up in Manhattan with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you'd gone cool. number two, you would have gone uh, alternate history and uh, uh, we would have um, uh, done something like riffs or, or an alternate dimension. Um, and three was, was the dinosaurs here. And uh, four was death. Four was uh, <coughs> going to meanwhile with Mutork. Yeah, but without <laughs> you guys being there. Well, we live to survive another day. <laughs> Mutork, hey, king of the dinosaurs. <laughs> and don't worry, we still have a bunch of characters that are still from the Roadhogs campaign that are going to be on Earth dealing with the fallout of the moon exploding. Yep. That sucks for them. Because <laughs> I had this whole plan where if Cassie were to come back as Grunt, she was going to, like, hunt down to rescue Mutork from yeah. the people that kidnapped him from the parade. But uh, I had this, and I had that whole thing I, I teased at the end of uh, Fury Road. There's a robot chimera made of the dead bodies of the first campaign hunting down the members of the Furry Road. Yep. Um, didn't, it didn't get around to them either. There's some loose threads out there's there. There's still a planet Earth. There's still a planet Earth. It's there's just, still a planet Earth. It just has like, it just has a broken up moon that's now like a ring around the planet yeah. <laughs> instead of a single celestial body. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. You don't need time. So, kind of like the moon in simple gear. <laughs> yeah. Weather patterns. You don't need Whatever. Technology will save us. We just made it better. 
The prairie dogs are going to be fine. They're underground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's the bovine states that are... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucked. Guys, thank you for joining me. That was fun. Uh, that was <laughs> Yes, that was definitely... <laughs> Good time you had by all. And for uh, mutants in orbit... Question mark. I have been your game master, Justin Eacock. Thank you for joining me and enjoying this weird, wacky time we've had together. Um, I have been joined here at my table with uh, Julian. Julian Spillane. Check out uh, Use Your Words on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, Useyourwordsgame.com. It's yeah. coming out next this might year. O- this might already be February by the time this listens. Yeah, so it's, like it's coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Who knows? It might already be there. 2017. Maybe. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, we had Derek Burrow joining us for the first mo- uh, uh, stuff. He sacrificed himself nobly because he had to go to work. And uh, we uh, also, from uh, the secret base of the uh, the bird's nest, we have... Mike the Birdman daughter, and I blew up the moon! <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done! Look what you've done! I say, pointing at the moon in pieces. Hey, Andy, how does it feel to have destroyed the world? The friggin' tick. <laughs> What? What was that, Justin? How does it feel to, to, to know that you destroyed the world? Uh, it's not the first time I've had a TPK happen on my watch. Yeah. Well, thanks for being a supporter. Is that, is that the first Terrible Warriors total party kill? I mean, yeah, if that counts. The The other close one was uh, the first after the bomb where half the party died. Yeah. And Paranoia, where everyone died at least once. Yeah, but, the, the, <laughs> but I think this might have been the very first, like, you actually TPK. You you just did it to yourselves. Yeah, I love that. I just, <laughs> well, I, it was Siri was, was like none of us were really that computer savvy, and it was dealing with Russian that only Mike <laughs> or only the Birdman could f- read. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Good oh, times. cool. Well, oh, congratulations, everyone. Hey, you know what? There's always a solution to every problem, and some uh, just end with the destruction of the entire planetary <laughs> environment. Yep. Uh, so, again, uh, if you want to be a guest on a future campaign, you can check us out at Patreon as one of the rewards. We also had uh, Stephen Prince and uh, David S. Pumpkin as our, uh, our Patreon reward names uh, uh, featured as NPCs. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get to the last one. That'll be over for uh, – we're going to throw that into Ravenloft, I believe. And um, – That'll be weird because I think he's actually also in that game as hmm. a guest. So maybe not. Maybe we'll just save it for another future game. Uh, anyways, uh, we, I will be back with more games uh, uh, for, uh, during the year. I have uh, Masks, the RPG, uh, Mouse Guards on standby, a game. Actually, the box is sitting right next to me called Fall of Magic. It's super sad, you guys. It's real full of feels. Yay. And, uh, and of course, uh, maybe in a, in a year or two, we'll return to prehistoric mutants in... Dinosaur Land. Prehistoric Turtle Source. Because the other one was if we had gone to Manhattan, I was going to call it Before the Bomb. Mm. That was going to be the campaign. And that was kind of cool. But I, I like leaving things up to random chance. Yeah. And uh, uh, and uh, that's it. Thanks, thanks, Dodd. Thanks, Julian. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Have a good Bye, one. Guys. Bye, now. Later. The Terrible Warriors has new episodes every Tuesdays and every Thursdays, and Mutants in Orbit is done for now, which means if you're a Patreon supporter, you can head to patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, where the complete campaign has already been posted. There is no debrief for this uh, particular game. We've played Palladium games a bunch of times, and it was very difficult to get all the players at the same time. One of the reasons why Mutori died was Derek had to leave early. One of the reasons why we didn't launch until the third episode is Julian wasn't able to arrive until a little later. So that's another reason why we had a five-episode arc 
We also recorded this on the same day as the five minute dungeon Kickstarter special, so we kind of double booked ourselves. We will record a debrief someday, but for now, the complete campaign is up on Patreon. And I want to give a special thanks to Andy Hughes for being a great sport by being our loyal dog, our Patreon supporter, who thanks to his support was able to join us and may or may not have destroyed the world in the process. Yes, you could destroy all life on Earth by supporting us at Patreon on Thursday. Return to us as we continue the adventures of Change and Stone. We return to the world of Deadlands. But we're not in the Weird West anymore, no. We've gone 220 years into the future. And listen, this is the Wasted West. Those rules you used to know, they don't apply anymore. You come back to this place on Tuesday. Our other campaign we have running at this time is Masks the New Generation, a game chosen by our Patreon supporters in a poll that we put up a few months ago. It is a world of superheroes going back generations, and our players play young teenage superheroes who have to fend off the influence of everyone around them because everyone's got an opinion of what kind of hero they're going to become. When last we saw them, they were plummeting 50 stories off of a skyscraper heading to the ground. So the campaign's gonna end real soon when they hit the floor. So come back to see the exciting continuation, true believers. In Masks on Tuesdays, the campaign that will be replacing Mutants in Orbit now that that is done is another game chosen by Patreon supporters. A new kind of game, one we've never played before. It was one that I personally backed on Kickstarter called Norlandia. And Norlandia is a game of murder, an investigation in a city of our own creation. When we started, nothing existed. The city, the districts, the people, the investigators, the victim himself. But by the end of our story, a conspiracy that brought the entire city to its knees. It was a very cool process, and I'm excited to show you the first episode in two weeks' time in a campaign we're calling smoke and mirrors as always you can follow us on twitter at dice warriors and you can find our schedule at terriblewarriors.com as well as a complete and total archive of every campaign we've ever played available for free forever for you today's terrible warriors were derek burrow julian spillane mike dodd and patreon supporter andy hughes with game master justin ecock until we meet again Just remember that just because you punch a nuclear warhead doesn't mean it's the end of the story. We'll return to the after the bomb world. I guess now it's way, way, way before the bomb. Either way, I don't think we're done here. And I don't think you're done here either. Because there is so much more to tell on the terrible warriors. (laughs) 